Hey, what's up, guys? Thank you for joining the uh, Stretch Goose Podcast. Um, today we are going to dive right in and uh, not take too much time in the uh, housekeeping and all that. Just know that if you like the show, subscribe to it, like it, and share it. If you hate me, give me three stars in your review. If you like me, give me at least five. And uh, we're just going to go right into this. We're going to talk about why uh, Democratic women or liberal women are so unhappy on an opinion piece. And we're going to talk about uh, the 20 million black babies have been aborted since Roe versus Wade was enacted. Um, and then we are going to dive into some dude writing about the Pledge of Allegiance. Um, so we're going we're gonna to go straight into the... Uh, into the uh, Roe v. Wade deal here. Um, Democrats love to talk about abortion and systemic racism, just not in the same conversation. The National Right to Life Center estimates that by the end of 2021, 63.5 million abortions have been performed in the United States since the Supreme Court's Roe v. Wade decision. Nearly 40% of women who seek abortions are African American, which is astounding considering the demographic is made the, this demographic made up just 13% of the population at the time of the 2020 census. census. This likely means that over 20 million black babies have been aborted in it, oh, during the last 50 years. 20 million equates to 6% of the total U.S. population. It's also approximately 45% of the current black American population of 45 million. And had these children been born, blacks would represent about 20% of the total population. Clearly, abortion has had an enormous effect on African-Americans. In 2019, then New York Times executive editor Dean Banquet assembled his troops to introduce the controversial 1619 Project, their deliberate attempt to reframe America's history, understanding 1619 is our true true founding, and placing the consequences of slavery and the contributions of black Americans at the very center of the story we tell ourselves about who we are. That that sixteen nineteen project drives me up a fucking wall. They these guys literally want to consider that the founding of America. But last time I checked, the founding of America was after the uh, American Revolution, uh, with the British. Um, then you get the seventeen seventy six. That's when you get the uh, Declaration of Independence and the founding of America. So anything before seventeen seventy six, you might. These guys might want to go and and talk to the Europeans who um, were on the boats from the British. You want to go British. You want to go to the French. You want to go to to Spain. You want to talk to those guys about slavery because America wasn't a country at that time. Anyway, continuing, the editors of the paper of record had decided that systemic racism should become the central issue in the upcoming presidential campaign. Banquet told his staff, race in the next year, and I think, to be frank, what I hope you come away from this discussion with race in the next year is going to be a huge part of the American story. Following George Floyd's death in May of 2020, systemic racism exploded into the national debate. Suddenly, every institution in the U.S. justice system, our history, our founding fathers, and, of course, our every Republican 
was declared a racist. Woke, corp- woke corporations forced employees to attend diversity training sessions to learn how to be less white. That shit I've never experienced, but I heard it was hilarious at the same time. So, I mean, how you can't be less white. You can't be... You, you just can't. You are who you are. You were born with what you got. You were you were raised with what you got. You know, there's no there's no making yourself less of what you are. And I've never understood diversity training that is focused on being less of what you are when that is what you are. If any of that shit makes sense. If it doesn't, let me know. I'm probably wrong. Moving on. Planned Parenthood was also forced to recognize its own racist roots. The group admitted that Margaret Sanger, the organization's founder, was a racist with harmful connections to the eugenics movement. All this stuff right here is awesome, by the way, that that Planned Parenthood is actually connected to the Negro Project in 1939. And Planned Parenthood removed Sanger's name from its Manhattan Health Clinic and renamed nearby Margaret Sanger Square in a later, more formal declaration that it called a reckoning. Planned Parenthood acknowledged that Sanger was a white supremacist. The group also confirmed that Sanger delivered a speech to a woman's auxiliary branch of the KKK in Silver Lake, New Jersey in 1926. The fact that she built this with the with the um, explicit nature of killing people of color is fascinating to me and it took them this long to acknowledge it it's even more fascinating the statement said Sanger believed in eugenics an inherently racist and ableist ideology ableist ideology that labeled certain people unfit to have children it added that Sanger's actions had undermined reproductive freedom and caused irreparable damage to the health and lives and generations of black people, Latino people, indigenous people, immigrants, people with disabilities, people with low incomes, and many others. The racial disparity between abortion rates for black and white women in America cannot be denied. In in his concurrence in the 2019 abortion case, Box versus Planned Parenthood of Indiana and Kentucky, Justice, Justice Clarence Thomas wrote, there are areas of New York City in which black children are more likely to be aborted than born alive and are up to eight times more likely to be aborted than white children in the same area. Unfortunately, renaming a clinic in New York City and disavowing the organization's founder are woefully insufficient to compensate for the evils put in motion by this repellent woman and perpetuated by successor by her successors. So yes, let's talk about abortion and systemic racism in the same conversation. Uh so that that to me is very telling that this is the history of abortion in a nutshell. This is how it started. It was basically to wipe out people of color. And it was brought on by a a basically a white a, a white supremacist. And they always talk about this as reproductive freedom, but they always forget how it started. <laughs> so I agree with this article. If we're going to talk about it, let's talk about it. Let's let's actually talk about it. 
and it's not no no liberal wants to no no democrat no liberal no left winger wants to have that conversation because they know that they're hypocrites in in, in 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 a nutshell so let's dive into this why liberal why democratic liberal women are unhappy with their lives and how everything is a shit show for them it's an opinion piece by con carroll at the washington examiner Times are tough out there for liberals, especially women, according to the 2022 American Family Survey. Oh, by the way, the article before that was also the also the Washington Examiner uh, put that one out as well. So anyway, continuing. Times are tough out there for liberals, especially women, according to the 2022 American Family Survey. No demographic is unhappier and less satisfied with their mental health than a liberal woman. Over 30% of conservative men and women said that they are completely satisfied with their lives compared to just 20% of liberal men and 15% of liberal women. The gap between liberals and conservatives was even wider on mental health. 35% of the men and women and, and conservative men and women said that they were completely satisfied with their mental health compared to, again, 20% of men, 15% of women on the liberal side. Looking to explain why liberal women are so unhappy, national Marriage Project Director Brad Wilcox notes that no demographic is happier no demographic is happier with their family life than conservative women. Over 60% of conservative women say they are completely satisfied with their life compared to 50% of conser- compared to 50% of conservative men and 35% of liberal women. Wilcox argues that liberal women are unhappy because they believe independence, freedom, and work will make them happier than marriage and family obligations, and that is no doubt a big part of it. But women, especially young women, have also become far more liberal and far more obsessed with politics than they were a generation ago. As recently as 1998, young 18-29 to men and women had essentially the same political view. Just under 30% of both genders identified as liberal. But now young women have become far more liberal than men, with the latest data showing at least 45% of young women identify themselves as liberal compared to just 25% of the men. Women are also more politically active than men, with a turnout gap between the two genders growing every single election. The world would the world is a highly imperfect place that needs a lot of change, but perhaps young young liberal women would be happier if they took Mother Teresa's advice. If you want to change the world, go home and love your family. The This article says quite a bit. It's very short, but it says quite a bit. They're unhappy because they were, since, since the, um, since Roe v. Wade, since the women getting their, the equal rights to work since they've been told in the you know through the welfare state of the 70s and the 80s being told that they don't need men they can do it on their own with the help of the government here's your welfare check here's your food stamps here's here's your independence that that men are taking away from you and slowly but surely they've been they've been fed this bs about how they have to that how they have to be um uh, I can't think of the word right now, but they basically have have more power than they used to, and in the end, the old as they go through their lives, they find out that 
it's a sad and lonely world because the whole point of of any species is is to to have relationships to to have you know the husband and wife dynamic for for humans and of course all other species it's there's a man and there's a there's a boy and a girl and and they stay together for the most part again like i said i'm probably fucking off a little bit or a lot but the general point of the article is you're un- they're unhappy because they're doing a bunch of shit that they were told would make them happy and it's not making them happy having to be a single parent having to support the child the home do all of it by themselves because they were told that they could do it and and they went to try to you know get the equal pay and all that stuff and at the end of the day it just straight didn't work and it's and it's and there's like this massive downfall and i i don't understand why they why they fucking think that they're awesome by themselves but it's a team effort and i, I mean like i said the, this this stuff is all through the through <laughs> all this shit is through my it's through my average eyes you know sometimes i'll get it right sometimes i won't and this is probably the area that i i won't <laughs> but it's an interesting article to say the least this is another opinion it's by a staff writer at the uh thyblackman.com and he is he is going to break down the pledge of allegiance and talk about why we're wasting our time with it so here we go a few years ago a charter school in Atlanta removed the pledge from the morning devotions and people are coming out of the woodwork to attack their patriotism i applaud the school's decision Many who look closely will say the Pledge of Allegiance is a lie, while others are so programmed with the indoctrination blinders of patriotism that they will say we have to pledge our loyalty to the flag and to the republic. And yet others never thought about it that deep, so let's go there now. People think about what is being said. And in a country where the racist Confederate flag still flies in far too many places, Think hard about flags, symbolisms, and allegiance. All that being said, let's break this down. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, liberty, justice for all. Saying I pledge allegiance to the flag is the exact same thing as swearing an oath to a graven image. The same thing the Bible forbids when it says not to create such images, then not to make oaths. America has made a graven image in direct violation of the second commandment and then demanded allegiance <clears throat> to it as if that image is a god. The golden calf of yesterday is the flag of today, but <coughs> forgive me. But because I know many of you disagree with me, let's look at the facts. Matthew 6:24 says you cannot serve two masters and neither this country nor the flag are my master, so I do not serve either. And I am I a communist or socialist or spy? No. Ask former President Trump if he is. Uh, no matter how you spin it, refusing to pledge your loyalty to the flag is neither being a traitor 
nor hating America. That is just what those who want to control you will call it. I, I am neither a servant of this country nor a slave who swears an oath. What about you? Do I love my country aspects of it, but I am realistic about its foundations and where it is currently? Would I die for my country? Not in front of not in front of my God, my family, nor my people, and yet so many good but deceived, so many good but deceived and brainwashed people have given their lives for this country, a country lacking equality, a country that is still continu- continues to profile, discriminate against, and oppress African Americans, a country which in large part elected Donald Trump. Okay, let's 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 um let's dive in on these two points and then we'll we'll go further down and again this is going to be just a reaction going by you know just off the top of my head um no I'm not going to there's no facts no readings um pledging allegiance to the country to the to the flag it's not it's not a graven it's not an oath to a graven image it's your your other countries do this too they all have their song they all have their flag they all have their history their rich history that they draw from it is something that they that they that they 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 aspire to make their country the best the greatest the brightest it's not perfect not everybody is going to not everybody is going to agree to disagree to whatever but it is something that people are shooting for it's something that they aspire to that's why you have the olympics the best country the best athletes of our representing this country the thing that makes us great that you have other countries that have a flag they have something to aspire to they have they have their own song they have their own thing and is this guy basically saying that None of the that that you shouldn't try any of the, like. He's basically saving ser- don't serve anybody. So what is it exactly? Are you gonna you're gonna just wander around? Who are you if you're not an American? If you're not Russian? If you're not like who are you? You're just some fucking meat sack wandering the earth you know and then loyalty and things he's like he says he's neither a servant of the country nor a slave who swears an oath then do i love my country aspect this guy doesn't want to be here this guy absolutely it's like what are you then if you if you if you don't love where you're at or you don't want to serve your country and it's an you should want to to be a part of something this guy doesn't want to be a part of anything he really doesn't so and then he talks and then he talks about lacking equality a country that still continues to profile discriminate against and oppress african americans uh why don't you take your ass to africa and see exactly how oppressed you're going to be you mean this is the very the, the country you're shitting on is the very country that's allowing you to do this. The very country that you're talking shit about their flag, 
about their their pledge, about their song, about who they are as a country. This is the very country that is letting you talk this nonsense. Do this crap in China and see what happens. Write this nonsense in China and you will disappear. Look what happened when it came to COVID. A lot of those guys wrote wrote many articles against it and they all disappeared. You talk crap about the country in China, North Korea, Iran. There was a woman, I can't remember exactly what what country, what country. It's in the Middle East. She was beaten to death for not pledging her allegiance to the country and to the and to the ruler of that country. So, what do you think would happen to your dumbass if you wrote this crap in that country? You would you would probably go to jail or die. So, so it, it it's always fascinates me that these guys write all this crap and then they think that nothing that that it's better everywhere else. It's actually it's it's absolutely funny. Um, the article is going to hit many of you pretty hard because you have lived under deception for so long. We're all deceived now. So I have so have your parents and grandparents, friends and coworkers, church members, mosque members, and it seems like almost everyone around you, when almost everybody around you is doing something, we tend to think it must be right because we don't believe that many people can be deceived. But that is exactly what has happened. The ability to tell right from wrong is lost. Um, what do we deceive from? I'm not. I'm, this is what I. Let's take a long look at what it was about. Okay, so he pulls a bunch of scripture out, talking about oaths. Um, but again, if if you guys are all into the Bible, I suggest those who who are into the Bible, I suggest you read. Everything around Matthew thirty-five, thirty-four, thirty-seven. Um, uh, I think you should read the verses before and after that to get the context. James five twelve. But above all, my brethren, do not swear either by heaven or by earth, or with any other oath. But your yes is to be yes, and your no is a no. Like you, you really want to read. Because the Bible, if you pull a verse out, there's there's usually context surrounding it with other verses. So, and then uh, he goes into the Republic. Almost everybody calls America a democracy, but in fact, it is not. It is supposedly a democratic republic where we democratically elect our leaders, who will in turn represent our interests. America boasts of spreading democracy around the world. But how can we do that when we are not a democracy without special interest groups, huge and influential corporations and lobbyists ready to legally bribe political officials? It is hard to see how the interests of the voter is represented and a snake will not likely ever drain the swamp. This is the only, this part is by and large the fault of liberals. They continue to say democracy. They continue to push that that term when we are not a democracy. We elect people to protect our interests. We we democratically elect them. That's it. That hence the democratic republic. There, there's no democracy here. There is no. It, it, there's not much to even add to that. 
So they killed Lincoln because he took a stand of sorts. They killed Kennedy, who did the same. They drew pictures of Obama as a monkey and worse. And now with Trump, we had a racist president who neither understands nor protected the Constitution. There is no legitimate proof that Trump is a racist, and there is no legitimate proof that he abused the Constitution at all. He's talking out of his ass. Yet many Republicans want to protect him regardless of how many lies he tells, how he insults our allies and kisses up to the enemies of America. There is actually, he didn't kiss up to anybody. This, this, is, the, this is the most common uh, most common bullshit about Trump. He never insulted the allies. He just asked them to participate. Pay your share, you know? If we're supposed to be spending so much GDP on defense in this stupid alliance, then where is everybody's GDP? So when we talk about, well, there's nothing wrong with asking them for the, for their share of the money. There's nothing wrong with him doing any, you know, with him going and, and demanding more from the allies, knowing that the America, that, that America spends more and does more, you know, in foreign policy and geo, you know geopolitical stuff, there's nothing wrong with that. I've never found that to be an issue. Kissing up to who, you know, he he redid you know there's tariffs. There was a tariff war with China, intellectual property debates. Um, he threatened he threatened North Korea. He threatened to to bomb the Middle East. He even dropped a bomb. He killed a guy. He did you know. You know the you know the peace. He actually had peace in the Middle East. I don't even know if we do anymore. So I never understood the kissing up part. Anyway, we have a VA that does not take care of our vets. I agree with that. We have poverty and homelessness throughout this country while our politicians play part partisans. We had a Trump-led cutting of EPA regulations for clean air and water. Yes, and California is still the most polluted state in the union with all the regulations that they have. And that's another part I don't understand, too, is they cut, everything is cut at the federal level, and all the states do whatever the fuck they want. So that doesn't matter if he cut it at federal level or not. I wonder how many blind loyalty patriots know what the Pledge of Allegiance was written by a socialist. Yes, it was. Francis Bellamy, so what? But it was it, whoever wrote it doesn't mean anything. The The, the obvious point is that we took it, and we, and we put it to good use, not negative use. Anyway, like I said, I probably didn't. I'm not running around trying to rebut this. I don't, you know, with all. It's just an interesting take on the Pledge of Allegiance, and it's something that I find to be kind of disturbing that somebody would would go through this great lengths and and use some of some things correctly, some things, you know, for the most part incorrectly. And I know there's a lot of you out there that listen to this kind of going, well, that's not really a good rebuttal or a good argument or whatever. Um, and that's not what I'm intending to do. It's just I read it. I reacted to certain portions of it. I honestly believe that countries are just like any other sports team. You have your you have your fight song. You have your outfits. You know, it 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 gives it gives 
citizens something to aspire to, something to be a part of. It gives them it gives them the ability to look forward to something. That's the point of the Pledge of Allegiance. That's the point of of the Star Spangled Banner. That's the point of 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 our military having uniforms that match. There there there's something to that, you know, to the psyche of a person when he walks in and he's like, wow, all the uniforms match. They got a song. They got this. They got that. This is something cool. They got all the big, they got big guns. This is cool. That's what this stuff is intended for. It's not intended, you know, for what this guy is talking about anyway. But like I said, you know, if this guy really has an issue, go ahead and write this crap about, about the middle, you know, about Iran or about Saudi Arabia Go write this kind of crap about China. Go write this kind of crap about New Zealand because they actually they they don't like they don't like it either. Go ahead and, and go ahead and disparage the country. Go ahead, go do that, and then go and get on a fucking plane and go live over there and see how long you survive. That that's the thing that that kills me the most. These are the things that our flag, our pledge, our song whatever gives you the ability to do that those freedoms and in the constitution those 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 things allow you to write this garbage and allow you to do it in America because you know you're not going to get you're not going to get too much heat if you did it if you did it somewhere else you 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 wouldn't you wouldn't be around you'd be dead and that's just the, the truth that's those are just the facts if you will in that regard so anyway, that's that's the uh that's the podcast. That's the show. Um thank you all for listening. Like I said, if you hate me, at least give me three stars. If you like me and appreciate it, if you give me five. Have a good one guys. I'll see you on the next one. Later.